0: Wild Turkey Distilling Company, Lawrenceburg, Kentucky. Copyright 2020, Campari, America, New York, New York. Never compromise drink responsibly. This is the Rotowire Fantasy Football Podcast. Here's your host, John Helton.
1: Hey folks, it's John Halpin. Welcome to the Thursday, December 14th edition of the roto Fantasy Football Podcast sponsored by FanDuel. Um, Tim Heaney's with me like every Thursday. Um, Tim, big question going into week 15 when everybody listening hopefully is still in their fantasy playoffs. Um, how confident are you in Aaron Rodgers?
2: Um, mildly enough to, to to put him back in, you know, I guess <laughs> it depends on what other options you have. I'm going to use that general context that we apply every week. Uh, you know, it's tough matchup against Carolina, at least for the front. You know, we've kind of talked about the defense's erratic performance here and there. The cornerbacks can be beat, but the the front of the defense can be pretty good. Um, I think we'll do just enough to be like a, a QB one this week. But, you know, if you have like a Jared Goff or something or a Phillip Rivers, I don't think I would start a Rodgers over those guys at this point. I know, you know, we, we, we doubted Rodgers a lot. Um, and he's come back to bite us. Uh, but you know, last time this happened in 2013, he didn't look so great against, I believe it was the bears. Mm -hmm. Uh, when even he came back, um, there's probably, he'll probably still just do just enough to get like one of those, you know, 250 and two type of games. And that's going to fly in a lot of leagues. I think in the playoffs, um, you know, in, in the playoffs, you do think, oh, do I, I play him for his upside? But you also realize that, you know, there might be a bit of a, flo- a floor lower than usual here because of this Carolina defense. So I, and to answer your question a little bit, sh- little bit shortly, you know, top 12 quarterback really depends on who else you have.
1: All right. So Erickson has him fifth in the rankings. He has Wilson, Roethlisberger, Brady, Rivers ahead of him. I think that's, that's fair. to Start those guys. I am seventh. I have Wilson, Brady, Roethlisberger, not Rivers. I have Rivers mm-hmm. a little below. I also have Cam. Breeze and Dak. Yeah, I could see that. All right. Now, so now with, with Rodgers back. So, I mean, if you're a Rodgers owner, you have to play him pretty much. I mean, unless you're in most cases, you have to play him.
2: Unless, unless you somehow doubled up with another great quarterback. Right. Yeah.
1: But so what, what, what do you tell the Jordy owner who's been frustrated in benching him <laughs> for weeks?
2: Um, it's good. good question because I actually have a playoff game where I – it's a non PPR, and I've been I've been sitting Jordy most of the time, and you know with some some bad matchups this week for my other guys. I Think I might have to actually consider playing him this week, uh, just because of the you know what I was saying about those Carolina Carolina cornerbacks, and Jordy's like his guy. So right. I mean I, I know Adams is you know pretty much a one A one B either quarterback right now, but I think this kind of tilts things back in favor of Jordy, so I'm actually kind of excited to play him.
1: All right, I've got him 21st, and I feel like it's too high. I feel like that's a name brand <laughs> ranking. He should be lower, even with Rodgers. I'm uh, nervous.
2: Uh, the evidence isn't there recently to bump him up, but and and there is probably a little bit of faith saying that about it. But yes, just, but the, the history is there more than most other guys you can talk about. Right. with these two, so I, I I would I might even put him in more into the top twenty, just as a, maybe a little bit bolder. But I, I, you know we've ha- we've had evidence with this connection before, and I think it's going to work.
1: Okay. Uh, folks, check us out on Twitter. Tim's at Tim underscore Heaney. I'm at J 37 You can also tweet us at RotoWire and follow our newsfeed at RotoWire NFL. And obviously, as we always say, you can get us on Facebook. Um, Thursday night game, Broncos Colts. Yep. Um, uh,
2: it, it's, it's the last one of the year, too. Yep. So
1: that's S- fun. So <laughs> if you're playing this one, you've, here, the guy I want to ask about is Frank Gore. Mm-hmm. Over the last six weeks, The Broncos have ranked 29th against opposing fantasy running backs and fantasy points allowed. Mm -hmm. I mean, they've been getting beat up. Frank Gore, 900 years old, carried 36 times four days ago. Mm -hmm. Do you play the matchup or do you get worried that Gore is going to be, I mean, you know, we always underestimate him. Like, well, like, what do you, what do you do with this one? Does it? Are you eager or are you are you hesitant or somewhere in the middle?
2: Well, he did average three point six yards a carry on that effort, and the, the snow obviously kind of dictated things a different way with the game flow. So, you know, it, I, I I get it. Um, I think it kind of splits the difference for me. I, right. I think it's still going home is still pretty good for him. Uh, it, it should help him, you know, be, be a little bit, uh, you know, comfortable with the with the with the, with the uh, surface and stuff like that. I don't know. I, I think he's just still a flex to me. Um, you're right about Denver being a little bit weaker against the run. Do you trust the Colts to be that team to take advantage of it again? And, I mean, that was extenuated circumstances last week for the volume for Gore. Um, yeah, I, I, he's, he's okay. I, I, I don't think I would necessarily bump him up one either way or n- knock him because of the workload last week. I think he's just kind of what he is. Okay.
1: So. <laughs> yeah, and, I, and I, wonder, I wonder if the snow workload is different because now i got a bunch of guys at high speed racking right. you over. It's a bunch like, of guys trying to drag you down and make you fall into the snow.
2: Right. And you're kind of like, I guess, waiting more so for the offensive line to clear things. And, you know, you, know you have a little bit of a little bit of reaction time. You can maybe get a little bit extra cheating off of that. So, yeah, I, I'm not I'm not all that excited, but I get yeah I get your point.
1: All right. What is it? What is a what do you do to the T? What do you tell the T.Y. owner in this one?
2: Uh, if, if you're playing a Hail Mary, it's the perfect guy to play. <laughs>
1: <Right>. <laughs> um, He's either going to get a 60 yard touchdown or nothing.
2: Right, well, it's not much different from what he's been doing. So, yeah, the, I mean, you said the Broncos haven't been the same. You know, they, the, I know, Keeseleeb will be back and stuff like that again. But, yeah, I don't know. It's um, per against them could extend plays enough where he could take advantage downfield a little bit. But, I'm not, you know, I'm not rushing to play Hilton.
1: Okay, them. and the Broncos have still lately still been pretty good. Recently, against uh, opposing wide receivers, I mean the defensive backs. For all the struggles they've had, the defensive backs are still pretty good. Um, right. All right, we we've got two well, Saturday.
2: Jack Doyle, Jack Doyle. So, oh, you like you like Jack Doyle against this Denver?
1: One? Yeah. yeah. Hold on yeah. a second. <laughs> Let me check the actual numbers on that. I know the the idea. Ax- the tight end against Denver.
2: Well, they, they've kind of slipped because I think of usage. Like Jared Cook hasn't been – didn't yeah. take advantage against them. They had a couple of like ones where they just didn't throw to the tight end against them.
1: Last six games, only 22 receptions to opposing tight ends. Yeah. Not bad.
2: But it's Jack Doyle.
1: I know. I love Jack Doyle. <laughs> I, I love Jack Doyle a lot more three weeks ago than I do yeah, now. That's true. Oh, we get two Saturday games, which is kind of fun. We do. Yeah. If I wasn't busy with um, youth basketball and you know, Christmas parties on Saturday, I'd be a lot more excited. <laughs> but whatever. <laughs> Um, Bears Lions. So, so what do we make of the game the Bears played last week? Like, I, I would love to load up on Lions here, and I like the you know I want to play Marvin and and Golden Tate and Ebron, and I really like all these guys. But last and week, Har- and the Bears, I went, what in the world, what was that? Just play Herman Moore while you're at it too,
2: <laughs> right? Uh, <laughs> what was that? I, I the the I don't know.
1: It was uh. Thanks. You know, Thank you for that. Both of us <laughs> we're providing great analysis here. What happened? I don't know. Oh, We're it's good. always
2: it's it's always good there. Uh, it, it, you you want to load up on that? I mean, AJ a. Green didn't do much against them, and I I think that the Bengals are just a, a team that's just given up. Um, I don't know. It's you figured against Detroit. I think it's going to be interesting because, um, you know, are you talking? About, you're talking about Detroit's offense or are You're talking about. <laughs> I, I want to play here. Detroit's.
1: I, I want to play Detroit's uh, both both sides. Let's say I want to play Detroit's offense, Close. but they played pretty well against the Bengals. I mean, they played really. You know, I kind of thought the Bears were that team that had, was going to roll over. They were at that point where I right. thought, you know, you're reading things about John Fox has resigned to his fate, and they've had so many defensive injuries, and it's just been a rough go for the Bears. Yeah. And you know, then I, last week I said, oh, the Bengals mm-hmm. are just going to take care of business, and they didn't. I mean, there's two teams in the similar boat, I would guess, mm-hmm. but. You know, is their defense bouncing back like I, You know, it, before last week, if if you were to tell me to look ahead to week fifteen, I would have said, "Oh, the line's going to roll them." Right.
2: Well, I mean, the Bengals' defensive line is terrible, and I think they got a, they got a good jump on them for that. And Jordan Howard just was working. I mean, yeah. he he just you know they did his job of twenty five to thirty touches, and then he got he he kept the ball moving for them. I don't think I don't see that against Detroit as much. Uh, I, I I'm with you. I think that the receivers are both worth a, a solid play here. I mean, Theo Riddick seems to be. You know, I know you mentioned earlier in the week that we kind of glossed over Riddick a bit to talk about the new guy. Um, finally took things back, I guess. And it looks like Amir Abdullah finally is being put out to pasture with the in terms of the role. So, yeah, um, yeah, I, I think you kind of have to roll with most of your Lions this week. I mean, Stafford looks to be pretty, pretty set to go here.
1: OK, so. I've got one for you. I've got a personal lineup question. Yeah. PPR. Mm hmm. Marvin Jones or Dez?
2: I think I have to go Dez there. Hmm. Okay. I just I, – I think, I think Des looks more like himself. I mean I guess we'll get more, get more into that later on. But I don't know. I think I have to go with the, uh, the power touchdown stud here.
1: <laughs> OK. I'm struggling with this. I have, I have, this, one, I have this one team – sorry to bore you, everybody – that I finished in first place. I have the one seed I got to buy last week. Mm-hmm. The team I'm playing actually has more points than me for the season. <laughs> and I have this team where I should have consolidated and made trades – Because I have my bench is loaded and I'm going, what? Because I made a bunch of good pickups and I kind of go, I'm going to tell you. Okay, everybody, this won't take more than a minute, I promise. (laughs) So right now I have AJ Green, Marvin, Kareem Hunt, Carlos Hyde, and Alex Collins in at the running back receiver flex. On the bench, I have Dez, Dion Lewis, Robbie Anderson, Mike Davis. Like I have all these options. And I'm just—I don't know what to. uh, It's—I'm paralyzed almost because I. Yeah. Are we sure you want to play AJ Green against Minnesota? I don't know. I mean, it might be Dez Uh, and Marvin and sit AJ Green, uh, but
2: I I think there's legitimacy to that. I hate to say that, and I because I I know Funches kind of got through last week against Minnesota. They just kind of had him on on a broken play that he scored a touchdown.
1: But see, I don't trust—I don't don't trust Dez enough is the thing. I don't trust Dez's uh, volume enough.
2: I—I think that's a fair point, but I think the way he's looked this couple weeks is—you know—he. Had a nice after the catch touchdown run last week against the Giants, and now he's placing Oakland. You know, they have no pass defense to speak of whatsoever. And the that. you know, he went up and got that ball in the end zone a couple of weeks ago. I just think there's a little bit more to what does he looks like his old self a little bit more. All
1: right.
2: And the green the green question's tough. I think that I think it's more Jones and Green for me than Jones and Des. Okay. That's
1: maybe the question. maybe so. so. Um other one more guy in this game. Um, yeah. if you're a tight end streamer, are you doing it? Are you going, Ebron?
2: Uh, makes sense. Um, you know, I don't, I don't want to discount Adam Shaheen what he did, but he's like, you know, obviously the the less volume there. So, Ebron's, you know, Jeff has him ranked 15th among tight ends. I think I have to agree with that. that that's uh they got him more involved last week, and I think that's that's at this point of the year, it's a good upward trend.
1: I have him 12th. Yeah. So, well,
2: you, I'm sorry, you don't have him sixth. I know. I love been it. talking about him all year. I love him. <laughs> but he's
1: finally making me. He's he's finally paying off. Finally. Finally. Yeah. Um. All right. Chargers. Chiefs at night. I, I that's feel that's like, so, all right, so we've got this Saturday night game in Arrowhead. I haven't checked the weather yet or anything like that. <laughs> mm-hmm. The Chargers are are on the road. I, I feel like we all, as much as I've been uh, excited about the Chargers all year, I feel like we're all looking at this game going, oh, they're going to win. They're dope. They're totally beating the Chiefs. Like everybody <laughs> is is all over them, and it's to the point where it's kind of bothering me
2: like It looks like it's, like it's going to be kind of warmish, 51 degrees Saturday. Yeah. Um, no precipitation, looks like, as of now. Yeah, I, I think people might be – I mean, I don't know about overlooking, but I think we saw the last two weeks the Chiefs' offensive improvements are really clicking. Um, I think Kareem Hunt getting involved is going to be a little bit more of a you know set thing for this weekend. The Chargers have a weak run defense as it is to begin with. Um, Tyreek Hill on those Chargers cornerbacks worries me a little bit, but I think Travis Kelsey can make do with them. Yeah, that Chiefs defense is a, against Philip Rivers is what worries me because Marcus Peters, you know that whole situation. Um, I, I, he's he's coming back this week though, right? But yes, he's, he served it, yeah. But but still, you know, we talk about the, picking on the Chiefs secondary either week anyway. So, you know, I, I think it's just um, is the road factor going uh, to be defining for the Chargers this week? Right. Do you like
1: Alex Smith in this game?
2: Not really. All right. Like not not against not against that defense. Yeah, they're um, good. Um I mean you know, we talk about the Jose the Bosa Ingram co- combination and then, you know, the the uh the cornerbacks that rival Jacksonville's, I think, mm-hmm. and nobody talks about. And I think Smith Smith's in you know, in the mode for a letdown this week. I know he's at home, so that maybe that helps him, but I don't know, the the, the defensive personnel I, I think is might be too much to I mean, it'll cap his upside, I'll say that. I think okay. it'll still get his to Kelsey and Hunt, but
1: Okay. Yeah. Um Texans, Jags, TJ Yates starting a quarterback for the Texans. Mm-hmm. Um, the Hopkins, oh, I mean, it, it's funny. We, mm-hmm. we talked about A.J. Green having this bad matchup. I mean, DeAndre Hopkins is, I mean, the guy's been a complete <laughs> target mm-hmm. monster, almost to the point where you looked and you said, he, he, he defies the notion that about playing a guy with a bad quarterback, right? Yeah, and, yeah, I, yeah. Mm-hmm. But, but... So now, I mean, you know, the guy could get, I mean, so he's got a backup quarterback, a third string quarterback that he's going to play with against those two monsters on the Jags.
2: Yeah, but he's worked with that quarterback before. Uh, I think he's closer to matchup proof than AJ Green. <sighs> I'll, I'll, I'll say that. Man. I, I, I he, just is. Uh, he he, make, he makes plays, you know, after separation. And uh, yeah, I, I'd rather play Hopkins than Green. I hate to say it. It's weird. Uh. But you I, know, mean, I agree. With sometimes you saying. favor the receiver. Sometimes you have to favor the receiver.
1: Okay, in he's he's a very good receiver.
0: Yeah.
1: So yeah, I mean, yeah, it's it's weird. You know, you're not. I mean, do you do you buy that though? Like we, t- I guess you don't because you mentioned we talked about benching AJ Green. That you know, I mean, this you know, we always say yeah. start your studs, but I mean, th- this situation this week is. Re- I mean, for Hopkins and Green is really bad.
2: It's bad. I mean, it's it's the one that you. D- don't plan for when you draft them and then, you know, you get the kind of adjust in season when we underestimate how good some of these defenses are. Uh, but you know, I just, I, Hopkins has worked with the eights before. Um, I, th- th- there's some history there and he's, he's excelled with bad quarterbacks. He's, we, he's just proven it time and again. Yeah, And I think this is a case where you kind of have to go with that. I, I trust Hopkins. Hopkins is more matchup proof than green. I'll say it again.
1: Wow. So. That's a big statement.
2: It is. I just think that Bengals offensive line is, is, you know, that that'll negate Andy Dalton a bit more anyway. So I and then tiebreakers is Hopkins more than green.
1: So. All right. So the other one. What do you most people who own Lamar Miller have probably oh. been starting in most weeks and every week you get like 55 yards and that's it.
0: Mm-hmm. It's
1: it's it's frustrating. And now he's in a he's in a bad spot. Are you leaning yeah. against generally?
2: I, I just think he's more of a flex. I don't know if I would say bench him for sure. You know, because the thing is with, with the Miller, with his uh, restricted workload every week, that he has to break off a long run most of the time. Or he has to just consistently average six a carry. Right. Which, you know, tough, tall orders to do. I mean, you know, Jacksonville's has shown some leaky, leakiness against the run. Uh, maybe, you know, maybe in the receptions column a bit more, I think, than overall points given up. Mm-hmm. So maybe that goes in his favor. But he's not really much of a pass-catching running back. Right. So, yeah, I think he's just a flex guy. Uh, it, you know, you have to be really dire to really be confident about starting him.
1: I've, I am so. 25th. Yeah, yeah,
2: there you go.
1: All right. Lamar Miller and then, or Peyton Barber? Uh, Miller Miller, more so in the sense that you that there's a little
2: more clarity. Yeah. Because I think the Buccaneers are just – they're just forcing Doug Martin in there for whatever reason. Right. You know, the fumble hopefully not.
1: But Hopefully not. Hopefully we're done with, yeah. with Doug Martin. But we'll see. Seriously. Um, yeah. All right. Jags wise, I mean, you know, you know, you're starting for Fournette miss practice on Wednesday, but we're not as far, We're recording this probably right now. It's nine thirty ish on Eastern on Thursday morning. I don't, we don't, we don't have any reason to worry about Fournette as of right now.
2: Nothing so, more than, I, I think it's just maintenance for his, um,
1: yeah. for, for his lower body. So, all right. Uh, DD, are you excited about DD
2: in this matchup? He, he gets a little more credit. I mean, this, this Texans pass defense has you know, has been quite, you know, leaky as well. Yes. So, yeah, I mean, I, I think Allen Hearns is still going to be out. Uh, I that, had to kind of check the, the the injury report over the weekend, but Westbrook looks he looks really swift, so I'm liking the matchup.
1: Okay, uh, Ravens Browns. All right, I know mm-hmm. I ask this every time the Browns play a home game. Am I crazy mm-hmm. to think the Browns can win this game?
2: Well, no, Jimmy Smith has been a huge factor in that first week. I know it's the Steelers. I know they're they're more apt to take advantage of such things with that offense, but. Right. Gordon and
1: Coleman, man, it's going to be a good tandem for a while. I I really was worried that Josh Gordon was going to, I made a, I made a fan duel swap and I took out Josh Gordon the other day, very late because I was worried about the wind Mm -hmm. and he started so fast. He he was three for 69 and a touchdown in, in, I think 15 minutes. And I just went, Oh God, I screwed this up. And then we didn't hear (laughs) from him.
2: Right. I mean, which direction was the wind going too. So, you know, if he's playing with the wind sometimes it could help. So, um, um, So, yeah. I mean, no, no Smith. Big deal for Baltimore. So. Big deal.
1: As far as the other side of things, you know, we talked about all most of the year. We've talked about how the Browns run defense is not so bad. Mm-hmm. They've been getting it, it, it's been slipping. Um, mm-hmm. Al, Al, Alex Collins, like I mentioned, that team I have before the of all the, the mess on the bench that I have. I know I'm playing Alex Collins. He is just I mean, he's a top <laughs> 10 running back this week. He's he's a great. He's a great play.
2: I think so. I mean, it's amazing how we've come to this, huh? Um, Well, the Browns have also faced better running games recently, at least better running back tandems. Um, You know, you you go from like it's funny because they they even held Murray and Henry for the Titans in check, and then they go to like you know Minnesota, Detroit, Jacksonville, Cincinnati, Chargers, and the Packers even with Jamal Williams. They those are sound running games for for the most part. You know, even with you know Abdullah doing whatever work for Detroit, I think you know this case with 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 um with Baltimore, they have a nice set of running backs. Right. Even though the, the distribution might be off depending on what week and what game flow is, you know, Alice Collins divorced Allen who's also been, you know, kind of still, you know, chiming in
1: lately. You know, well, so he, it, that. I mean, it, it, he, he yeah. was the lead back, right? He, yeah. in that one play the one touch one of the touchdowns he got last week, he was the lead back in a two back set ahead of Collins and they gave him yeah. the dive, which is annoying so, it's uh, the most annoying uh, yeah. thing ever in fantasy football. It,
2: yeah, but did the uh, to go it goes to most of your point that Cleveland is slipping and I think this is yeah, the the rush the Ravens rushing attack is good enough to really
1: keep that going. Are you inter- so. are are you interested in I'm trying to think of what would make you interested in him in <laughs> Flacco? Like what situation would make <sighs> you interested in Flacco here?
2: I don't know if I am. I mean, the Ravens that they're a running team and he works off the run. And the the Browns' cornerbacks have not been the worst ever. They, right. They've they've actually had some good shadow matchups this year, this year. Jason McCourty's been okay against receivers that you know are of these Ravens' caliber. I'll say. So I, I think he's just a, a quarterback too, a low quarterback
1: too. A low quarterback too. Even though the last few weeks, at the last two two sixty nine and two both games. So and considering last week it was a you know a one like the biggest shootout of the year that maybe that's not right. all that impressive. Yeah. Um, all right. Packers Panthers. We talked about we talked Rodgers. about Rodgers and we talked about the receivers. Um, Jamal Williams. Panthers run defense, pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, are you still? I mean, Jamal Williams' workload's hard to argue with. But I wonder how that right. changes with Rodgers back.
2: Yeah, uh, I think there's less less upside to it, but I still think there's 15 or so touches to be guaranteed for him. And I think that might, might be enough to do at least flex worthy stuff. Um, yeah, I didn't. And you know, is Aaron Jones going to be maybe more involved? I don't know. I don't uh, know. The, the past, the past, you know, the past blocking maybe get some more involved, but, um, I, I, would don't, think I don't know.
1: No. After, don't after know. last week, I would think, no, I know with the Rogers back, it could change, but
2: yeah. All
1: right.
2: Yeah. I, I think Williams is just a solid low RB two.
1: Okay. Um High Panthers techs. Panthers wise, all the Cam and Funches that you can stand. Bunches of Funches for sure. Um yep. Stewart is he's still he's mm. he's very he's very touchdown dependent. And last week he paid off. And I, mean, I know he got 103 yeah. yards, he had the big play, but you know, I'm i i I mean he's one of those that, you know, do I have to? Still for me.
2: Yeah, I yeah, I wouldn't buy heavily into what happened. <laughs> Three touchdowns, you're not gonna buy heavily into what happened either way. But, you know, Khalil's return was was pretty good for the interior, though. Yeah. You kind of saw him break those inside runs a bit better than than they have all year. McCaffrey really hadn't. He McCaffrey was more relying on a little bit more off tackle stuff. I think that seemed to be opening things up in the middle. So I think there's a little bit of optimism there. If you want to play Stewart as a flex against the Packers, because they kind of they they run some light fronts. You know, the, their their linebackers are not exactly, um, you know, it's kind of more like a damage defense all the time for them. It seems like so. Right. I, I can see Stewart running against that, that that front being a little more successful as a flex than usual. But, yeah, you still don't want to say, oh, Stewart's a de- definite start every, every, uh, every league now for the playoffs. I just don't see that
1: happening. All right. and, and can people – people in standard leagues stop asking if you should play Christian McCaffrey? Stop. <laughs> it, it, the guy's got he, – he's averaging 24 rushing yards a game. Yeah, it's – it's just the, the the drop off in that format is just, is too palpable. Yeah, I mean, maybe he'll get a touchdown, and then yeah, if he yeah. does for you, but I mean, yeah, what are well, they? Uh, no way. Yeah. Well, I I I don't know. It Seems like more of a Greg Olson week to me too. I yeah. think he'll get more involved. He, he was on the field a lot <coughs> last week. He was. Twenty the nine right. Yeah. So I mean, that was a good sign. Well, and
2: the yeah. injury he got, he came right back from. Yeah, I well, mean, the, sometimes those Vikings, those safeties and the linebackers are just kind of tough in coverage. So, you know.
1: All right, Dolphins, Bills. Um, Tyrod looks like he's playing for the Bills. I, I, I think I, – I like the Bills' defense here. I mean I don't care what Jay Cutler did on Monday night. I mean well, he's yeah. – you know, he's, he's still Jay Cutler and he's still well, possibly going to throw one to the other team to run back for a touchdown. That was a very off game for the Patriots more than the Dolphins really doing much on their own I think. Right. Um, you know what no. I kind of like in this one? I mean yeah, those – those. Uh, um. Uh, the cornerback who played well, Xavier Howard. Mm-hmm. Right. I get him confused with the guy in the Vikings. Um, right. <laughs> it, 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 I, he, he's been playing well for more than a week. Like he, mm-hmm. he's been a little better, but I want, I'm looking at this game and I kind of go the way that whole year has gone for the Dolphins defensive backfield actually touchdown wise, Kelvin benjamin got me interested as sort of a, if, if I need to dig a little for a wide receiver who hasn't done much.
2: Yeah. Wide receiver three. Uh, for me as well. And that same thing I was talking about, Jordy, I think uh, Benjamin's actually one of my options also. Uh, okay. Depends on the, depends on the knee. Uh, Got get to see what the deal is at the end of the week with that. You and Derek can clean, clean that up, I guess, tomorrow. But yeah, I'm, I'm interested. I just think that, you know, New England was off and it, they kind of, they kind of shut down the outside wideouts a bit more because Gronk wasn't there because Cooks was, you know, kind of bracketed a bit. Right. I don't know if they could, I don't know if they could do that for Zay Jones or Calvin Benjamin.
1: So yeah. we'll see. Okay. Um. In this, in this matchup here, so you would think the Bills at home are good. The Bills have been getting gashed by opposing running backs. Yeah. Um, I mean, Kenyon Drake, this is just a, you know, plug in a role again.
2: Exactly. Yeah. Just workload, workload. All right. So.
1: Okay. Um, Bengals-Vikings. Yeah, this, go. this strikes me as an angry Vikings game after last week. I think so. And the Bengals. This, just, this is just a perfect storm for, for a 37 <laughs> to 10 thing.
2: I believe their price was a little bit depreciated in a certain – dfs format as well so okay interesting uh the vikings wise a little bit on okay. defense so that that french matchup just favors them heavily it does i mean
1: <laughs> it's pretty gross um so we talked about the bengal side of things i mean joe mixon pr- didn't practice again wednesday so if if you have geo bernard i mean he's he's going to get the workload but we don't know how productive he'll be with it well, i mean well. the good thing is last week he caught plenty of passes after they're getting blown out if you think this is going to be a blowout yeah. to catch a handful of passes
2: yeah, and despite what happened with Carolina last week, I don't think Cincinnati's run game is good enough to do that. So I think it's going to be a lot of uh, you know, screens to get around the blitz
1: and stuff like that. So All Right. Yeah. Vikings-wise, because of the way I think this game will shake out, I mean, look, if, if you've got Thielen, you're playing him. If you got Rudolph, you're playing him. Um, I, I really yeah. like Latavius Murray again in this one.
2: Be- do you have like you're, you're 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 stop and play recording right every week? Can you do that? Yes, I
1: do. I just plug it, you in. like Murray. Yep. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm.
2: No, it makes sense though. Um, I think it's gonna be a lot you know twenty carry type of game for him. Seems like
1: yeah. So. I, and you need. I mean, if you think yeah. like I do that the Vikings have a decent decent shot to score four touchdowns, you, you, Latavius Murray seems like a, a an obvious play if you have him.
2: It, yeah, it's, it seems seems that way. Um, McKinnon's been playing a little bit better lately though, so I, maybe he'll get his own. Maybe he and Rudolph will be the clashers. I like maybe. that guy.
1: I really did. that play. There was one run against the Panthers last week where he he. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, two cutbacks that he just made people look stupid. I, yeah. I don't. Know, I really like him.
2: Well, we talk about how he's a good good fit in this offense. That zone blocking that was meant for Dalvin Cook, right. good for McKinney if They actually
1: use him for it. So I mean, last year all the talk was about how he had no vision. That's no, the thing because I mean, we people were expecting a lot from him, and when it didn't work out, when he got the chance. That was, that was the wrap, right?
2: Yeah. Well, Minnesota was a power scheme last year, yeah. but not this year. So okay. it, it works in its favor. And, Are, and AJ, AJ Green, too. You know, we yeah, talked about him a little bit. I but know. So it's bad. A, yeah, it's, it's, it's rough. I mean, I, I think he's just more of like a number 20 overall receiver. I'll say that.
1: I, I want to tell you right now, I think in that thing I told you about, I think I'm benching Dez and going with Green and Marvin. And you can make fun of me next week if it goes wrong.
2: It's it, it's a, it's one of the tougher out of three match, you know, two out of three questions I've heard in a long time. Yeah, I'll say that.
1: So fantasy do. football for everyday fans. Sorry to cut you off, Tim. No, you, no, it's all right. New contest starting every week and no busted seasons, especially if your season, your fantasy season's over. Right. I mean, if you got eliminated from your playoffs last week, you know, um, or, or you think you're going to have Carson Wentz if, if, you, you, uh, if Carson Wentz is your quarterback and you're going to get killed this week. No bust the seasons. There's something for everyone on FanDuel. Lots of contests to choose from starting at just a dollar. Just pick a contest, choose your team, and watch your score real time. Um, let's take a look. Anybody, any quarterbacks jumping out at you?
2: Well, speaking of Carson Wentz, you know, if you're looking GPP-ish, you know, Nick there's Foles. always Nick <laughs> that's your That's your throwaway lineup. Your, your see-what-happens lineup, that's I guess. That's a throwaway?
1: Come on. <laughs> who, who well, you, you know what? If, if you were going to... Looking at the prices, if you were going to pair Nick Foles with someone, who Ugh. would he be?
2: I mean, I guess it had to be Ertz. Uh, yes. We, 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 we don't really know, know which one he's actually connecting with. Yeah. Uh, it might be Aguilar. It might be Alshon Jeffrey. I think I have to look at the prices here. The value might be Aguilar, I would imagine. But that, that, that's not really you know something I'm going to bank my life on here. Um, you know, the, the
1: thing is we, 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 we always like to – Look for that. If the backup quarterback comes in, you wonder, you say, hey, is there some sort of backup receiver that he's going to have chemistry with, right? Mm-hmm. And and I've actually seen a couple of people this week suggest that it could be Trey Burton. But but where does Trey Burton, like with the Eagles weapons, where does this this alleged receiver get to come on the field? You know, I mean, right. he, it, because your, your three receivers, I mean, Torrey's been stepping it up lately. Plus, you got Aguilar, and yeah. you got Jeffrey, and you got Ertz. Like, okay, I mean, you're going to put wide receiver X on the field to get ahead of somebody? It's a very tough stack situation. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. All right. I don't know. It sounds like Ertz will be back this week from what we can tell. Right.
2: And there's always Jimmy G.
1: Oh, (laughs) Jimmy G. I like Jimmy G this week. (laughs) Um, Again, we mentioned Collins and Latay. Collins is 6,700. Latavia is 6,200. I've got them. I actually got a lineup fired up with those two guys in it right now. Drake at 6,500. Yeah, that's really nice. (laughs) That's nice. Um, So at receiver, Mm
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Antonio is eleven hundred more than the next highest receiver.
2: That's tricky. <laughs> I, I I don't think the ROI is there on that one with New England. Okay. I think I mean you know you, you figure he's going to be the guy they'll they'll try to stop. I, I think he'll still have a great game, but is the you know is it going to be an eighteen point game or whatever on Fanduel? I, I'm not sure. I, I think you know. Like, half point PPR kind of limits him a little. That's
1: bit. That's true. So I have him in, I have him and Ben stacked in a lineup here that I'm looking at in the Sunday okay. million lineup. I have them because of the two running backs I played who were sort of not too expensive.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I didn't have to cut in a lot of other places. Right. To get them in.
2: Oh, no, that's fair. I mean, you see, it's funny. You got Josh Gordon at 7,500 with no Jimmy Smith. Yeah. That's interesting. You see, Jordy Nelson already up at 7,200. Right. They're, they're, they're pricing in the, uh, the, the Aaron Rodgers return already,
1: which I guess is fair, but is mm. that enough to to get you over there? That's interesting. Um, and I've got the, the guy I've got in who's cheap for me. I did Olsen like you I, like you mentioned, uh-huh. figuring yeah. that's a you know sort of the bounce back. You know, the the not you're not Correct. picking the yeah. hot guy, you're picking the you know you're not doing the recency thing. You're doing it the yeah. other way, yeah, right, right against the grain, whatever, yeah. All right, um, over 2.5 million players have won a cash prize playing on FanDuel to take advantage of our special offer for new users. Sign up today at FanDuel.com slash RW. You'll get a free six-month road wire subscription plus a free entry into the NFL Sunday Million against me, um, which offers more than a million in cash prizes, and that's with your first deposit on FanDuel. Just visit FanDuel.com slash RW for more information. FanDuel.com slash RW. Void where prohibited. Thanks, FanDuel. Um, Cardinals-Redskins. So mm-hmm. in the two... The two main leagues that I'm still in, I am rolling with Captain Kirk in both of them. Should I be happy about this?
2: I, a much better setup than last week. Yeah. I'll say that much. Okay, no <laughs> You know, P- Peterson's probably going to siphon out Doxson, I would imagine, to, much to Jake Letarsky's, uh sadness, yeah. I think. But, but they you know, they still have the weapons to, to, you know, to make do of that. I think you keep Peterson busy, then you have, you know – Hopefully Crowder will be in there and, and Vernon Davis now is free. So, you know, or at least free, you know, the, to to have the job all to himself, I guess. But uh there's options there. Yeah, I kinda like Cousins as a as like a like a low end one maybe or a high two.
1: So yeah, know? last week, I mean, he was on the road against the Chargers, and that's a bad setup.
2: Tough, tough matchup. We
1: know they've had line issues, but but the last four games before that, Cousins three twenty seven, three twenty two, two forty two, two fifty one, and in those games he threw eight <laughs> touchdowns. Right. So yeah I'm, yeah, I'm still, I'm still in.
2: Yeah, and, and P Ryan, you know that whole stomach thing seems to be okay, so he'll be back in to catch a little bit too. So right, and Marshall's actually is Marshall. But well, there's an injury with
1: Marshall. He's done.
2: He's done. Right. Yeah. yeah. All right. So, so it's, all, it's all P Ryan, Literally,
1: right? P Ryan has to get every touch because they don't. They, they would have to sign a running back from off Ryan. the street or something. Lashawn Daniels. <laughs> it's, it's, if that's how you pronounce his name. I excuse me if I have got that wrong, but who knows, yeah. right? Yeah, it could be anybody. I mean, it's some guy that even the Redskins hadn't heard of until three days ago. Yeah, that, that's a Mario Pui question. I don't know <laughs> as much about Daniels for sure. but All right. Um, sounds like Adrian Peterson is out again. Um, Bruce Arians basically mm-hmm. said, I don't know if he's going to come back. Yeah. They said it's going to be week to week. They said, you know, hey, is he going to come back this season? He's like, oh, I don't know. So it's funny. I, I, yeah. Do you remember when they, when they got him? I think it was you and I joked, was he going to get over or under 500 yards for the rest of the season? And after the and, first three games, yeah. I was going, oh, I blow, I'm taking the L on that one. <laughs>
2: and, yeah, look what he's at. And look what That's he's great. at.
1: He's, he's
2: got – You said see. rushing yards, right? Rushing or yards. total yards. So okay. he's got
1: four – he got 448, most of which yep. were in the first three games. Yep. And I don't think he's going to make it. No, I, I think he's going to fall short. We should, yeah. we should take an action on that one. <laughs> oh, man. See, I was all set to give myself the L, and I didn't yeah. get it. Okay. Um good matchup for Fitz here, right?
2: Um I don't think Josh Norman will be following him. As as we say he doesn't follow much. Right. So yeah, I I think slot work for Fitz looks pretty good here. Um, you know, and who cares about everybody else? Ricky Shields Jones, maybe (laughs) if you're playing DFS, maybe. Um but you know, it's fun targeting non Norman, usually the way to go. So Right.
1: Um Eagles Giants. We already talked about most of the Eagles. The Giants have been getting beat up on the ground lately. Um, mm-hmm. JJ is, are you, are you feeling good about, I, I'm feeling really good about that.
2: I think so. I think even on 15 touches, he can do a lot of damage. And if he doesn't even get that much. So okay. yeah, the, I mean the giant, I mean with Foles there, I think, I think Foles is good enough to kind of make teams have to appreciate the pass. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't think he's, a, I, don't, I think he might, he's one of the better backups to have in a situation like this. I think the, the Eagles actually got lucky. He came back for the situation. Right. Um, so I think there's enough there to kind of keep defenses honest on the pass. So, yeah, I mean, Giant just seems to be the best matchup anyway against the defense just because you know, he's got he's got the better combination of elusiveness and power of among Clem, you know, Clement and uh, and Blunt. So, I think Blunt's just going to be I mean, although Blunt could be in the second half of this game. I will say that. So,
1: okay. Um Giant side, I mean, I don't know. Sterling Shepard, do you want to play him? I don't.
2: Do we have to talk about him? I, I mean, guess. Yeah.
1: You know, here's here's an interesting one. You would think that engram's the guy to play the eagles yeah. over the last six weeks the eagles have been literally the toughest team against opposing fantasy tight ends in five games they've allowed 13 receptions for 108 yards and one score
2: mm, but yeah engram's kind of a not the usual tight end though right so that's, that's that's my argument to that is just you know they do kind of move them around a bit fair tight end tight ends they faced recently jason Witten, the Bra- the bears uh Jimmy Graham, which, you know, they gave up a touchdown to him. Mm-hmm. And the Rams who don't really use the position. Denver doesn't really use the position. Okay. And I believe San Francisco before that doesn't use the position much. So I'm um, less to be believing that. Um and I think like I said, Engram is still a, a, a hybrid version of what you call a tight end. So I still like him. I, I think he breaks that trend.
1: What do you what do you make of the darkwood Gallman thing? Do you care?
2: Well, I mean the Darkwood thing, you know, he was what was he, sick the yes. week before and so Gallman probably had a little bit of an edge there. A little bit of a comeback mode, a little bit of a passing mode more for the Giants. So I think Gallman fit that a little bit better. But then you had Vereen in there as well. I, I just hate that backfield.
1: <laughs> yeah,
2: I, <know laughs> I despise you mean. it.
1: And this is not yeah. a great matchup for them.
2: I find it hard to play any of them.
1: Yep. Um, Jets, Saints, uh, this, this should be a disaster. Weird. You, see, so you're, you're in New York. Weird that the Jets and Giants are playing at the same time.
2: Yeah, a little, little, little unusual.
1: Um, I mean, because it would, did, would, uh, was Giants Eagles originally the Sunday night, or I don't? I think no. Or was they, it a they four o'clock?
2: They never. I don't think they ever flexed this week, if I'm not mistaken.
1: That's true. In, they didn't game. because Dallas and the Raiders they left alone because they didn't know what else was going to happen with the rest of the schedule.
2: Well, CBS locked in the Steelers, pa- Steelers, Patriots. That's what happened, right? Um. So yeah, the rest of the schedule I think just kind of stayed still uh, from what I know. Uh, yeah, this is it, this could have been an interesting game if McCown were playing. It's a shame, but yeah.
1: <laughs> um, I mean, so the Saints, I mean, everybody, all the usual suspects. I mean, Breeze as as as, easy, as cushy a spot as it looks like for Breeze. We got to remember, Breeze fantasy wise. Breeze has just been okay.
2: Yeah, uh, his ceiling is much lower than it, than it used to be, and I don't think this is a game where they're going to really need him because you know Kamara looks like he's going to play. It'll be passes to the running backs that help him, if anything, right? More than that, but you know, Michael Thomas still got to play him. Got a great matchup, so yes. Thomas Thomas will still be in there for my theoretical lineups with him. So
1: what about Robbie Anderson? Um, he's been uh, terrific. He, if you remember, I mentioned this to, to Jake the other day, last year, Robbie Anderson's emergence was with Bryce Petty. It was.
2: Yeah. But this is a tough cornerback tandem again to go up against. Yep. Uh, and do we trust Bryce Petty? will take advantage of his deep skills as much as McCown, who's good at that sort of thing with vertical offenses does. I'm, I still like Anderson. You know, Curse is the one that's I think. Uh, although the argument can be made that they they do th- just more short throws to Curse or or Safarian Jenkins or whatever. I still I still like Anderson to break a big play. Mm-hmm. How many? How what would that amount to? Is my concern. Yeah,
1: that's a good point. All
2: right. I still like Anderson like a wide receiver three. I
1: um, you know. And for everybody for last year for for if you're hunting for a defense, Saints are still av- Saints were available the other day, thirty nine percent ownership. I don't know what they are right now, um, but. Bryce Petty last year, six games, three three touchdowns, seven picks. Yeah, gotta love the Saints. Mm-hmm. Rams and Seahawks. Um, mm-hmm. Is Russell Wilson your number one this week?
2: Uh, I know he's. I believe he's Jeff's and uh mine. He's, he's top tier. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, the the Rams, you know, they they always have that defensive line that can make trouble, and with this offensive line trench matchup, they actually might have the advantage. Even though Dwayne Brown's been good for Seattle this year, so maybe that's kind of affording things a little bit better. Still a, 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 a bona fide QB1, yeah. I'll say. I don't know if he's number one.
1: OK. But. I mean, you're playing ball. Are you, are you interested in playing Mike Davis? I didn't see <laughs> check reports on Mike Davis. Um, he got hurt at the end of Sunday's game.
2: He looks like he's OK, I think.
1: I think you're right. Let me confirm that because last time we talked, limited participant Wednesday, probably fine. Well, when it was a I walkthrough.
2: Would, as of Thursday, I wouldn't worry. Yeah. Or I, I would say I'm, he's likely going to play. He'll
1: and last play. two weeks, 16 and 15 carries. He ran pretty well. Yeah. So.
2: yeah. No, he, he's, the, he's the guy now. And the, the Chris Carson maybe will come back. So I think Probably has, not now. Um, like Carroll kind of reversed course. He said, oh, oh, I don't expect it. But he's like, oh, he's been practicing OK now or something. He said it was a little bit more optimistic. But I still think Davis has this week of command. Yeah, that's all that that matters. Um, Seattle's been somewhat leaky against good running attacks. Yeah. Do do we consider, you know, do we consider, well, sorry, the the Rams have been, but sorry, wrong. Okay. Wrong matchup there. But yeah, the Rams have been leaky all year against running backs. So it's a good matchup for Davis.
1: I've got Davis at running back number 24.
2: Yeah, I might even be a little more optimistic than you.
1: On OK, but, I, and I could I could move that. See, you know, the one guy uh, we're going to get him in a little while, but
2: he's in the he's a very playable tier.
1: Yes, he David. is. Um, yeah. The other side looks like Robert Woods will be back for the Rams, which That's is big. That's, nice. big. That's big. He was he
2: was really good before he got hurt. And Seattle defense, not what it used to be with those injuries. So,
1: no. Nope. Nope. All right. Titans Niners. I I don't want any. I don't want any Titans. <laughs> None. Ugh. Maybe the running backs. Maybe but as a they're flex.
2: splitting. As a flex, you know, it, it, yeah, okay. it, 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 Mike Davis, I might play Mike Davis over both, both of them. I would, too. So,
1: I mean, there's nobody soft. to trust here except Delaney Walker, maybe.
2: Yeah. Niners against tight ends. That, 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 I don't think the stats back it up, but that just seems like a great matchup for Walker.
1: Um, <laughs> Niners against tight ends recently below average. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, yeah, I don't like any. I, I really, I, I would so much rather n- avoid DeMarco Murray if I owned him.
2: Yeah, Uh hate to say it. I mean, amazing how that's fallen. But it, the, the, the the running back split makes sense for there. So um, Titans, you know, I know you love how to say the Titans are the worst what? Um, <laughs> worst 8-5 team ever. Worst 8-5 team,
1: yeah. <laughs> they were the worst 8-4 team ever trying, before trying, last week. To, trying
2: to get the record. Thank you for that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah. No Mariota under any circumstances. Uh, Did you hear the story about him apologizing to the media yesterday, by the way? No, I would love to hear it. <laughs> I guess after they lost the other day, he was kind of short with the media. And he's mm-hmm. usually just a very you – know, everybody says, you know, oh, model teammate and such good He kind. seems What's gregarious, up? yeah. Yes. And yeah. He was very short with the media. So yesterday after practice, he talked to the media and he said, I want, I need to apologize to everybody. Um, my mom told me I was rude and inappropriate <laughs> to all of you on Sunday. And I got an earful <laughs> from her. So, uh, you know, I appreciate you guys oh and I don't God. want to be that way. <laughs> That's
2: You know what? As a former reporter, I would have – Definitely appreciated that. Yeah, that's kind of funny. That's funny. Um, but yeah, he seems like that type of guy that would, you know, he 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 doesn't want to do that to people, but you know, I, uh, that's funny. I, yeah. I could totally pitch him doing that
1: too. I loved it. <laughs> um, Niner side of this. Um, Goodwin. We talked all about the, Jimmy G and Goodwin. Yes, all the Goodwin, all the Goodwin. Yeah. I have Goodwin <laughs> number twenty one. I like it. Twenty two. I, I have like him it. just behind Jordy, and that's actually a hard one. Well, the targets have been
2: going Goodwin's way. I mean, he's eating them up with, uh, with with Jimmy G now. Yeah, I'm, I'm so upset I didn't get Jimmy G in my in my dynasty league. Yeah.
1: Really upset about that with him and Shanahan next year.
2: Yeah, I like it. Yep. Oh, man, he's he's going to be he's but his ADP is probably going to soar next
1: year. I agree. There's oh yeah, people not, are going to have him as a top twelve
2: probably. There's not going to be ROI on it, but man, it would be fun to own him. Either way. Um. So yeah, Goodwin.
1: I have Goodwin in a playoff lineup. No fear. <laughs>
2: Um the hyde hide Brady situation's interesting. Um
1: Yeah, what happened there last
2: week? I don't know. Uh Jimmy G, I don't know, maybe he likes Brady a bit more. Um you know, he's got that, you know, the, the work of the passing game. I I'm betting it's a pass blocking thing. Okay. I, I I know I mentioned this with people before, but Hyde that's Hyde is not very good at that. It's kind of been one of his uh, drawbacks recently, and I think Braid is a little bit better as a pass blocker. Okay. So maybe maybe they prefer to have him in there with Jimmy G. It's gonna be interesting to watch that.
1: All right, um, Pat Steelers, the game we are all go. waiting for. That should have been the Sunday night game, but <laughs> yeah, I know. All right, so this game now. I want to see what the over/unders up to. Fifty four. It started, at, I think, fifty three. It's up mm-hmm. to fifty four. Actually, lower than I thought. Um, so the Steelers, you've got your you've got your big three. Mm-hmm. Is there anyone else? Like, if you own Juju, <laughs> are you fist pumping? Or you sort of, you know, I mean, you're a little wary. I don't know. I never know what to do with the Steelers beyond Bell and the, Brown.
2: I, I, I like Juju more than Bryant. I just think there's more of him. Like, you know, Juju kind of plays the middle of the field a bit better. And I think that really helps against this Patriots defense that kind of, you know, looks like it gives up a lot of yardage after the catch. Um, I, I would play Juju over Bryant this week Okay, for sure. Um, if, if he's active, of course. But, um. Yeah, I, I I just think Brian can be more easily taken out. Uh, just the, the, the personnel just kind of seems to match
1: up better with him. Do the tight ends interest you after last week? Uh,
2: uh, it, it, it's so hard. You know, Grimble scores one week. James has the big game. I don't want to play that game. Vance
1: McDonald had six targets last week, right? Right. I think? Yeah. yeah.
2: I don't want to play that in week 15.
1: <laughs> OK, I agree with I you. Do-
2: there's too much movement with 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 which one's favored every week. I don't people like are going
1: to be tempted to after the game. I mean, James is James had a huge game last week,
2: right? And I think he's, he's he's probably my favorite of the three, but it's still very much you know there's there's cannibalization there, right? Between three, between two is bad enough, and now you have three. Yeah, it's just
1: ugh, I don't like it. All right, um, other side of this. So the guy I was going to mention. I mean, the, the guys you know you're rolling with are Gronk, mm-hmm. Cooks, and. Brady, The guy that I, I'm having an issue with is um, is Burkhead. Much as I've liked but, him all year.
2: But no Shazier. I, I mean, it's I mean, let's talk about terrible news. But yeah, um, for the, for our purposes, the Steelers, that the interior is so weak now. I, I think this is a, I think it's a great match for any running back against the Steelers moving forward.
1: But do you I mean, I, I know you don't you don't want to overreact to one game. Last week, Burkhead played 17 snaps. Yeah. Five carries for eight yards and a touchdown, five receptions for 45 yards. I thought, yeah, go on. Starting him in a fantasy semifinal terrifies me.
2: All right. He, he, all right here's what i'll, I'll add to before i think lewis has the big week because he's got the he's got that lockdown he's got the you know the interior running role lockdown mm-hmm. but i still you know they, I, they, and, they, and they did have to involve burkhead more because as i said before cooks was kind of shut down no gronk the receivers were just a mess and that's what really kind of necessitated having burkhead in the passing game a bit more but i still think he could do that against the steelers i i, I think the hogan amandola is a little bit more
1: worrisome for me i like hogan I think Hogan's going to bounce back. I know Brady missed him on a right, well, somewhat deep one. I, I, I feel I feel good about a bounce back. I, again, though, I, I'm in a, in a season in a DFS lineup. I've got I've got him in that Sunday Million lineup I told you about. But okay, that that's a good place for, to to confidently play Hogan. I yeah. think there's,
2: there's a lot there's a lot of um, against the grain value there in so. a
1: season long. This is this is a huge risk reward thing.
2: It is. It is, and I get where you're coming from. I'm not saying it's crazy. It's just you know, I think Burkett's role is more firm than we give him credit for. Okay. In, the, in in the passing game.
1: That's fine. Hogan last week I just wanted to see his final numbers. Yeah, he only had one five targets uh one for one.
2: But like you said, that's a good uh last week's trash spy. So. Yeah, he yeah.
1: was on the, he was on the field a lot. Say that. Right.
2: Right, exactly.
1: Um All right. But so Amendola, you're you're worried about Amendola stealing. I
2: there's just well the the, the two of them just worry me just to, you know, it depends on which one is going to have the matchup there and, you know, it's I, I I it's hard to justify having both having a good game. Okay. That's, that's that's usual worry for me.
1: Um, Cowboys Raiders.
2: Yay. <laughs> <laughs> what
1: do we got? Is, is Alf going to have a big game against these guys?
2: Man, I don't know. Rod Smith looked pretty good. I know it was garbage time, yeah. um, but getting him the ball in space after the catch. It's, it's a good trend moving forward there. Uh, I still like Alfmo though. I, I think if, if, if the Cowboys seem to be in control of this game, it seems like that'll be the case. Uh, I, I, I do. I, I think Alf will bounce back a little bit more towards him i wouldn't say smith is a great confident flex play all
1: right uh, amari cooper we don't have any
2: he's day-to-day we whatever uh, so. you can't be
1: confident in this i don't he, think so he won't he didn't practice wednesday his day-to-day yeah i, I think you got a plan you got a plan otherwise here um, yeah yeah definitely um and and tight hold on i'm checking the tight ends yeah the Ra- the raiders have been getting beat up by tight ends so. Yeah, I think it's a,
2: it's another. Well, Whitten hasn't had the one catch for one touchdown two weeks, so right. <laughs> it's not like he's going to be that involved. I think it might be just more of a Beasley-ish type effect, or okay. something. I don't know. Uh, but Des, I, I think Des, I think Des goes off.
1: Des the- So you think Dak goes off?
2: Yeah, I do. I'm. I'm look more like Dak that we know. I mean, the matchup was awesome, yeah, for sure. But the Raiders have been that way for most of the year, so.
1: Otherwise, the only other guy I want to met. What about, uh, I mean, Cowboys against the run not, have not been bad lately. Any, what's your interest level in Lynch?
2: Uh, still volume, you know, RB2 volume. Yeah. Um, not, not terribly excited, but I think, you know. And Then again, the Cowboys you know, did kind of face a weak running game, so I think Lynch will have better success in that group. But, yeah, still solid RB2, Lynch, you know. Yeah, Lynch, I, wouldn't, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't rush to bench him.
1: Lynch, last week, um, not much production, but they were getting killed. So right. that was um, game flow. Also. Bad game flow. Yes. Yeah. All right. Last one. Falcons bucks. Mm-hmm. I am more. I, I feel like and I might do this. I mean, you know, in DFS, it depends on what you play because it's a Monday game and he's not included on many uh, in, in the Sunday slates. Mm-hmm. I kind of like Jameis here.
2: Yeah. Um, I, I, you know, those reports of the offensive corner, you know, offense and him, cutter and him being kind of at odds right. uh, as, as a scheme. Maybe there's a, a feed the beast type of mentality to just let Winston do his own thing because they're they're in experiment mode anyway. As we talked about, you know, they basically had the playoff race. They should make Winston happy. I, I think there's as, as as poor a player as Winston could be sometimes, and we've talked about this, the erraticism of him. I still think that you should give him, you know, a chance to kind of you know optimize himself. If he has a problem with the offense, you make him work with an offense that that'll be better for him, right? You know, instead of just having to you know force him to, into a square peg. I mean, the, the Trufant against Evans matchup kind of worries me a little bit. Uh, but that, you know, that, that, doesn't mean, that doesn't mean Winston is going to be a terrible play because they have other ways to work around it. Right. Because Godwin's been coming up lately and you know, your boy Brayton Howard trade production. But either one is good for Winston just to have both at his disposal. So I'm with you. I think Jameis has a little bit higher floor than most people think this week.
1: Yeah, and Evans is just uh, – what a disaster. I mean the thing is I, I have this feeling. I wonder what the overlap is of people listening right now. Right. getting ready for a fantasy playoff game who picked Evans in the first round because Man, he just killed you. Up.
2: Yeah. He's he's had some poor matchups in tough matchups.
1: Actually, I have him. I'm we're going to do John's lineup one more time. <laughs> I have Evans in a lineup rolling. And my yeah. uh, My, you know what my alternative would be? My, my best would be Frank Gore. Ooh.
2: Yeah. It's, I think, I think you have the, Sadly, say I think yeah the Frank Gore volume wins that wins that part of the argument.
1: I mean, it is PPR.
2: Yeah, but I I mean Font's great, but Evans is the type of guy that that I think could give him a lot of trouble. I mean, they've played each other.
0: Um,
2: you know, they you know the division rivals. They you know the, there's the history there as well. Uh, in week, what was it? Actually, they, they haven't. They, they they've only played recently this week. And Evans had 12 targets, caught six of them against them in week 12. I think Trufant was active for that. I'm pretty sure. So okay. So I, I don't think Evans is as hopeless as – I think his floor might be higher than A.J. Green's floor actually,
1: which is saying a lot. Got it. Um, right. tough, tough. The other one here, I don't like – I don't particularly like Ryan in this spot. I actually like Jameis better than Ryan.
2: Really? That, against Tampa Bay, that's interesting. But I the, know the, the road game I guess factors in.
1: Yeah, but late, lately – it's another one. Lately, they, Tampa Bay has not been bad. i got to check the schedule for, to, yeah, for but, context but, on that.
2: But week 12 at Julio, man. I mean, I'm not saying we'll have the same thing, but th- this is like the cure for what was ailing him. That Because those defensive backs are horrendous.
1: I'm such a sucker for bad teams at home. Yeah. Well, thinking they're going to find ways to win. That's true.
2: I mean, the last game being at home, that definitely worked in his favor.
1: Um,
2: um, yeah. I mean, I, I still like Jones as a wide receiver one. I'm, but, will that, but will Ryan do well other than that is the question. Right. Although Hooper interesting, though. Mm, I'm – Austin Hooper's an intriguing play there. Just that the safeties there are pretty terrible as well, but he's never involved. Right. And, and then Levine toy Lolo will get his random touchdown if anything.
1: <laughs> just, yeah. That team that so. they're so annoying with that, that I never Sarke- know what's Sarke- Sarke- going to do anything just
2: tries to be too cute, man. Yeah. I hate it. I hate College it. Offense. All
1: right, folks, listeners to our podcast, get a free 10 day rotowire trial, rotowire.com slash pod. No credit card required. That lets you check out nearly all the features on the site. Take a look now. Rotowire.com slash pod. Tim, you've got your Facebook Live at noon Eastern on Sunday. What else you got going on?
2: Eastern Sunday. Uh, John McKechnie will be hosting his tonight, Thursday at 6.30 uh, p.m. Eastern before the 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 delicious Broncos-Colts game. Woo! Uh, <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, and uh, I'm actually kind of in the same boat as Derek, doing a lot of baseball, writing, got some, you know, the, the draft kits available for for most of it right now. I think we have most of the outlooks up that are, that you, you know, the important top 400-ish type players I think we have all the outlooks for right now maybe some some magazine content previews pumping out for subscribers so that's a that's a big deal here uh the magazine actually is available for pre-order so that's fantastic news uh so you guys can, can roll with that um yeah and mostly to up for my one my one playoff spot in the Sunday millionaire fan duel basically so uh going to be an interesting week and hopefully we can talk about some things uh next week with uh with good things happening for both of us
1: hopefully so i'll be rooting hard for Kirk Cousins and and maybe you'd like to know that we've gotten through here about 55 minutes not one Word about Giancarlo Stanton. Not one word from us.
2: <laughs> we, we, should do, we should do a fun year, year-end podcast where we just talk like half-hour baseball. That's right. And, and just make everybody angry.
1: <laughs> talk, about it, talk about the Yankees hitting 500 homers. And then have Ronald Torres batting ninth for the first two months of the season or hey, something like that. Hey, you know like
2: what? That. It's more interesting than most Week 17
1: stuff, so. That's you know. for damn sure. All right, folks, if you like the podcast, please re- re- leave us a review and a rating. We would appreciate that. And thank you for listening to this edition of the Road to Wire Fantasy Football Podcast, sponsored by FanDuel. We'll be back on Friday. Derek and I will clean up the news, notes, all that stuff, getting you ready for your fantasy semifinals. So come on back then. For Tim Heaney, I'm John Halpin. See you next time.
3: Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about, but why?